Welcome to Pick LJ Podcast, your official Gilmer Chamber podcast. Join us as we dive into local businesses and events that make Gilmer County special. Now let's find out what's happening in LJ today. Welcome into the Pick LJ Podcast. We have quite a group here today. We've got several people representing different trails that are in and around our area, some of the big ones too. So let's start by introducing, we have with the Georgia Mountain Trail Partnership, Carlene Ferguson. We have David Watkins with the Benton Mackay Trail Association. And finally, we have John Udan with the Georgia Appalachian Trail Club. We have quite a group here today. So thanks everyone for uh, being on. Thank you. Thank you. Let's start with uh, former Commissioner Carlene Ferguson and with the Georgia Mountain Trail Partnership. So, Carlene, can you give me an overview into the Georgia Mountain Trail Partnership? How long has it been around? It's been years, about 10 years, ever since actually the um, the Georgia Appalachian Trail Club, LJ Georgia, became an Appalachian Trail community that we knew we needed to start this local club. but. My intent and the group's intent was always to be inclusive of all of our trail user groups. So we're talking about hiking trails, uh, mountain biking trails, equestrian and water trails. LJ's home to three rivers. So we um, officially started the Georgia Appalachian Trail Club um, partnership five years ago. Uh, next, let's welcome in David Watkins with the Benton Mackay Trail Association. The Benton Mackay is another uh, fairly decent-sized trail, not as much as the Appalachian, but still close to 300 miles long. So, David, uh, same thing. When did the Benton Mackay Trail first start? When was it? Uh, when did construction begin on it? So, the trail was uh, started construction in 1980. Uh, a gentleman with the Georgia Department of Natural Resources, Dave Sherman, was instrumental in had the thought that maybe there's a need for another trail. And so the construction in Georgia started in 1980. And by 2005, we had finished the whole trail, which is 288 miles long, starting at Springer Mountain, about 200 feet from where the Appalachian Trail starts and extended into uh, kind of west towards uh, Blue Ridge, up through Teleco Plains. It ends at Big Creek and the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. There's about 83 miles in Gilmer and uh, Bannon counties. And then it goes into Tennessee and uh, North Carolina at the National Park. The interesting thing that uh, John might get to in a little while is that Benton Mackay was the visionary for the Appalachian Trail. Okay. And 102 years ago today, he wrote his paper about his vision of what the Appalachian Trail would be. And so we're celebrating that this year. And he's Ben Mackay is kind of the father of both trails. All right. And coming in to introduce with the Georgia Appalachian Trail Club, John Udan. Um, the Appalachian Trail is, of course, very well known and quite long, to say the least. Um, and in fact, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I believe they just added four more miles to it like just last year. Yes, sir. Uh, by the way, thank you for having me today. You know, we work under the for, uh, under the U.S. Forest Service, naturally. So uh, whenever someone within the uh, Forest Service or the Appalachian Trail Conservancy identifies a section of trail that either is in ill repair or uh, is, has basically been just worn out by the hikers, sometimes they'll they will uh, authorize, if you will, a change. And that, of course, takes a lot of permits and a lot of uh, uh, paperwork, but it can be done and it is done occasionally. But you're right. I mean, it's a long trail. It's approximately 2,200 miles long, um, uh, starting at Springer Mountain, just like the Benton Mackay does, and goes all the way to Katahdin, Maine. 
And uh, we happen to be actually in bubble season, as we call it right now. March, April, we're expecting about 4,000 northbound through hikers uh, uh, actually starting at Springer uh, right now. And so you can imagine our club is very busy uh, educating these folks and, and actually trying to protect the trail from, if you will, overwear. Going back to Benton Mackay, um, David, we mentioned you're you're seeking congressional approval right now to actually be recognized as a national scenic trail. Is that right? That's correct. There's 11 national scenic trails at this point. We're seeking congressional approval to be the 12th. It's uh, I'm not involved with the application process or the lobbying with politicians at the county, state, federal level. It's an undertaking that we're trying to do. We think we bring a lot as we talk about scenic trails, though we're only 288 miles long. We uh, actually have uh, go through seven wilderness areas. About one third of our trail is in what's defined as National Forest Wilderness Area. Only 15 miles of the 288 is contained on private land or on a short road walk. Uh, and it's we think we have some views, and I know that John has his 4,000 people headed northbound. We're a little more isolated than that. Uh, you know, you if you're hiking through, maybe you see two or three people every other day. So it's not nearly as traffic, but they're they're good for both types of people that want them, depending on what your trail interest is. And also, as a tourism community like we are, um, I was uh, just finished up my four-year term as commissioner here in Gilmer County and was honored to be able to write some letters on behalf of the Benton Mackay Trail to our state representatives and national um, to, in support of this because it's a great asset that Gilmer County has being home to the southern terminus of both the Benton Mackay and the Appalachian Trail. So um, we were thrilled to be part or help do our small part to make that happen. It's a beautiful trail. As uh, part of the trail town and one of the selling points to get East LJ, LJ, and Gilmer County involved is the economic impact that hikers, campers, fishermen bring to this area, even from cabin rentals to, to buying a hamburger or a chicken uh, sandwich somewhere. Uh, I was out at the suspension bridge on Georgia 60 over the Tacoa River on Monday. In spring break in Florida, you know that obviously by all the license plates up here this time of year. But there were 40 vehicles parked in the parking area on a Monday morning at 10 o'clock. Wow. And on our way out, the gentleman I was with, we passed 15 more cars past us coming in. So that's 55 cars and spring break, a lot of kids, figure three and a half. You know, that's that's well over 150 people or so that were out there. And that's only, quote, the second most popular tourist attraction on the Bit Mackay. I, I think there was probably two to 300 people at Fall Branch Falls, which is in Gilmer County, just at the Fannin County line. So there's a there's a big impact. It's in the tourism brochures, et cetera. Let's go visit these sites. And, you know, maybe they're bringing some hiking shoes, but they sure are bringing some money, too. Right. You know, David, <laughs> on top of that, I mean, you think about the 4,000 hikers heading to Maine. Gilmer County, Ellijay, is one of the six we call Appalachian Trail uh, communities in the state of Georgia. And, um, you know, we, we look at Ellijay, uh, Gilmer, if you will, at being the starting point, especially for the uh, 4,000, if you will, through hikers come here basically with their families before they're sent off from Springer Summit on the seven to nine month journey, if you will. Right. Uh, we'd like them to come to Ellijay first, if you will, 
and do business here. You know, not they're not necessarily going to be resupplying here like they will in Hiawassee and Clayton, but they'll be starting their journey here. So to David's point, we see a huge economic impact if we can get the businesses to, if you will, embrace the hyper community and come to LJ. So one of the big reasons we're here today is to talk about the 2023 Georgia Mountain Trail Fest. This is going to be on April 22nd on Saturday from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. Carlene, uh, tell me the reason we're gathering for this event. What is the Georgia Mountain Trail Fest? We, uh, for the Georgia Mountain Trails Partnership, one of our goals was to create this annual trail fest. And unfortunately, we started that at... Um, we had everything ready and set to go in April of 2020, and we all know what happened in 2020. Mm. Unfortunately, COVID prevented the start of this trail fest in 2020 and 2021, but we finally got it going in 2022 when we're able to have our first Georgia Mountain Trail Fest, celebrating all again all of our trails and educating folks that uh, want to know more about the trails. Mm. And this year on April 22nd, 2023, we are honored to have both of these clubs represented and doing speaking engagements at the festival, as well as our ribbon cutting and ceremony for the Benton Mackay Trail Town ceremony. And we have two part other partners with us for our Georgia Mountain Trail Fest, and that is Keith Gilmer Beautiful, which is a big part of keeping the whole county and the whole area, including our forest areas beautiful, picking up trash, but also the Friends of Harrison Park. And that's where our festival will be at Harrison Park in Ellijay. So we appreciate both those organizations partnering with us for this year's Georgia Mountain Trails Fest. All right. And lastly, I'm imagining that you all need volunteers uh, for both of these trails and even more. Sounds like there's a lot of upkeep that takes place on these. What would you say to uh, anyone who's thinking about volunteering or, or wants to? We always try to recruit new members. We have about only 872, but then we're a 300-mile trail, not a 2,000-whatever. Right. And then it's it's nice to get the word out that a lot of people hike. Somebody's got to maintain the trails, and we have two work sessions each month, one on a se- uh, second Saturday for Georgia, the fourth Saturday for Tennessee and North Carolina, to where we go out and we reroute the trail, as John talked about them doing this year. We just did a thousand feet this past Saturday. Uh, we saw up all those trees that fall down. You have to climb over and John does the same thing in his group. And we do some fun things like build new bridges and stuff. So it's, it's fun to get out there and do that. So we encourage people, if you, if you hike and we want you to hike, find a way wherever you are, even if you're just visiting to, to find a, a volunteer organization and get out on the trail and, and help them out and, and join their membership and, and send a couple of bucks in a year that helps them uh, fund the trail and do those things so that you can enjoy it. And, you know, David, in conjunction to that, we really want the hikers to understand and embrace what's what's called the leave no trace principles. Uh, and I know Benton Mackay and the Appalachian Trail are both large partners with Leave No Trace. And you know, part of the Leave No Trace principles, and we're not gonna get into great detail because of timing today, you know, it's really all about, you know, protecting the trail. Because as David had mentioned, his trail is much more pristine just because of the amount of traffic we have on AT. Uh, and you know, in some places, the you know, hikers are literally loving it to death. <laughs> And as as trail as maintainers and ambassadors, if you will, especially in the 80 miles in Georgia, our job is to do our best to make sure it is protected 
wildlife is protected and literally the environment is protected. So I highly encourage listeners to, you know, please visit Leave No Trace organization. It's on the web, even join the, that particular community. All right. And lastly, if you would each uh, give the name of your website and any contact information that you have so people can find out more. Sure. That is um, georgiamountaintrailspartnership.org. All right. And how about the Georgia Appalachian Trail Club, John? Absolutely. And again, we, we, we encourage memberships with our organization, just like uh, just like the Benton Mackay. But yeah, by all means, we highly encourage people to go to www.georgia-atclub.org. And from there, they can at least get educated about what we are all about in the state of Georgia. And of course, we're just a the southern terminus. There's a lot of states, a lot of organizations that that uh, oversee, if you will, the, the whole Appalachian Trail. And finally, Benton Mackay. Uh, bmta.org. That's B as in Benton. Uh, you can find everything you need to know up there, maps of the trail, hiking guides, suggested hikes, where if you want to go backpacking overnight, to see waterfalls, to see views, you can get that information there. Uh, that's our site. You can also join our organization there. And then on Facebook, there's a couple of organizations out there that hikers participate in. One would be the Benton Mackay Trail Hikers. I'm sure there's one for the AT, and there's others like North Georgia Hikers, Mountain High Hikers, et cetera. And those are all good resources to use, whether you're new to hiking or need just some more information before you plan your 2,000-mile journey to, to Maine. <laughs> Fair enough. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys, for being on with me today. Uh, it's quite unusual for us to have such a large group, so this worked out very well. That's right. Very good. We Thank appreciate you. it. All right. Thank you. All right. In our next segment today, we've got Peggy Morrow, the owner of Color My Nest, where it's a beautiful place where you can go actually color birdhouses and have a great time. We, so, Peggy... Welcome on, first off. Um, Thank you. So you guys kind of started last September, um, and but now you're kind of actually doing your grand reopening here in February. So tell me about um, how you got it started and what was the okay. idea behind it? Great. Very, very simple and pretty organic, I think. Um, we moved to Blue Ridge three years ago, and I was fortunate enough to be able to retire. So I started painting because I love art. Um, and it was just natural to create birdhouses, to paint birdhouses when you live in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so I started making them and putting them online and friends, family love them. And when they would come visit, they would say, can we paint a birdhouse? And I'd say, sure. So we'd open the kitchen table up and we'd paint birdhouses. And then I thought there might be a business in this. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I uh, so that's really how I started um, was uh, July of 2022. Um, found a great space um, right on 515, not far from L&J, um, and uh, got everything ordered and was ready to open in September. So we opened in September, and then I was in a car accident, a car wreck um, in October, and so I haven't been able, the shop was closed um, until February. And so now I'm going full blast, very excited, six months behind where I wanted to be, right. but um, it's, it's we've had a lot of traffic. I'm so thankful with spring break, it was a good time to be open. So do people bring in their own birdhouses, or do you have some available? Do they put them together? How, how does that work? That's a great question. Um, I have a room with about 600 birdhouses. Wow, okay. Uh, I have about 37 different kinds for them to choose from, from castles to rocket ships to um, churches to everything you can imagine. That's so, cool. no, they don't, they don't put it together. 
And so the way it works is they come in, I give them about five minutes worth of instruction, like asking them what they plan to do with their birdhouse. Is it going to be an indoor birdhouse or an outdoor birdhouse? Because you treat them differently. Do they want to make a planter out of it or do they want to do a nightlight? Because I can do all those things for them as well. Uh, then they pick out their birdhouse and they pay for it and they pay according to the size of the birdhouse. So I have $15 up to $50 birdhouses. Um, and then once they get their birdhouse, they pick out their paints and I have a lot of accessories. If they are doing an indoor birdhouse that they can glue on there yeah. um, and to create their masterpiece. It's very simple. All they need to do is be able to hold a paintbrush. No skills. Well, that's far. fair. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's get into, you've got some uh, upcoming painting sessions and as well, you can take 24 people per session. And that's how do right. people sign up for those sessions? They go online to color my nest and a window pops up right away if they would like to register for a session. And I, I'm open every day. And I have them at 11 o'clock and at 2 o'clock. Okay. So they have a two-hour session to complete their their bird house. Now, if they don't quite get finished and I don't have a lot of folks coming for the 2 o'clock session, they're welcome to stay and finish it. Okay. Now, do you do walk-ins or no? No. Okay. No walk-ins. All right. So also you do private parties, um, which can be for different groups. Like you even sure. said like Girl Scouts and stuff like parties, that. Parties, um, for any birthday parties for any age. Um, family reunions, the ladies with the Red Hat Society. Okay. I've got the rec department bringing kids this summer. So, yeah, I love to do groups. And if you have um, 15 or more, I'll just close the place just for you. Wow. Okay. For those two hours. So, okay. A private session. There you go. Um, last question. So, what if I wanted to paint a bat house? <laughs> You know, people have said, I need to have bat houses. So yeah. That might happen. <laughs> they're, they're, they're around here. Yeah, absolutely. And they eat mosquitoes, so that's good. Exactly. Peggy, where can they where can they find you? Where's your address? It's um, we're, If you're going towards Blue Ridge, we're right outside of LJ, but the address is 14244 Highway 515 North okay. in LJ. And do you, have a, uh, do you have a website that they can go to? We do, colormynest.com, Facebook page and Instagram, 678-333-5582. All right. Thank you, Peggy, for being on. Thanks so much. It's nice to meet you. And you as well. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode of the Pick LJ podcast. Remember, you'll hear this episode and every episode on Thursdays at 5.15 p.m. on WLJAFM 101.1, as well as WPGY 93.7 and 98.1 FM and 15.80 a.m. Check us out a day early by going to WLJARadio.com, clicking on the podcast tab and finding the Pick LJ podcast. As well, we are on multiple different streaming services now, including the big ones such as Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, and more, so you can hear us just about anywhere. Thank you to all of the members in the Gilmer Chamber and to all of our listeners for making this possible, and we'll be back again next week. This has been Pick LJ Podcast. To find out more about everything Gilmer County, visit gilmerchamber.com or visit the Gilmer Chamber Welcome Centers at 696 First Avenue, East LJ, or 10 Broad Street in LJ.